If you are tired of not knowing what your body needs, of constantly running to diets to fix something, if you're ready to restore your relationship with food, your body, and yourself, this episode is for you. Today, I'm joined by Robin Weisner as she just leads us through her own experience in doing this and learning to trust her body again, to be kind to herself again, and to really become an expert in her own body, which has led her, yes, to lose 70 pounds, which has led her to find her own version of food freedom and support other women in the same way. So be sure you listen to this episode. It's gold. It's so great. And, you know, we just talk about the importance of facing food and really restoring your relationship with food, your body, and yourself. I have two things before you for you before you dive in. So as you all know, I'm hosting my Food Freedom Challenge this week where we are diving deep into all of the topics we talk about here. We're going to talk about dieting, the scale, food, your body, yourself, exercise, emotions, and really just going to help you come up with... Um, some next steps on really how to restore yourself in these areas and start to trust your body and those um, food and all of that again. But also, I'm inviting you as my faithful podcast listener, whether this is your first episode or multiple hundredth episode, I'm inviting you to um, my Food Freedom Intensive to book a call with me as I am I have opened a few spots for my 90-minute intensive as well as my six-month program to really support women in diving deep into these issues because let me tell you, if you want to lose weight that last, if you want to feel confident in your body again, and if you want to find peace with yourself and develop a healthy lifestyle that supports your life, your your well-being, as well as it's it's more than what you weigh, then you're going to want to book a call with me. Okay, so if you go to madewell345.com slash clarity, we can talk about my food freedom intensive, my six-month program, and just see which one's a fit for you in supporting you in these areas, okay? So join the challenge, madewell345.com slash food freedom challenge in the show notes, um, as well as book a one-on-one no pressure clarity call to get clear whether my programs are for you at madewell345.com slash clarity, okay? Enjoy the episode and I'll see you in there. Hey, you're listening to the Sustainable Weight Loss Podcast, and I'm Brian Wilkerson, your host. Over seven years ago, I lost over 30 pounds after going on a dieting roller coaster for many, many years, and finally finding a way of eating, exercising, and living that supported my goals, and also that led to sustainable weight loss. And ever since then, I have been longing and I have been actually doing it and leading other women on the same journey because my heart is to see every woman finally ditch diets, lose weight that lasts and thrive in their whole health and life. And so the work I do as a coach, um, the work I do on this podcast, everything I do is to really serve women in that capacity. So on this podcast, you're going to find solo episodes, interviews, and all all together, what are you going to find? You're going to find inspiration, encouragement, and a space where you can feel safe, supported, and empowered to go on your journey. So be sure to listen in, rate and review so other women can find this podcast, and also join my healthy and sustainable weight loss community to unpack these episodes and get more support. All right, ready? Let's dive on in. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today I have a wonderful guest who, if you took part in my most recent summit, who was one of the speakers, we have Robin on with us to kind of just talk about this topic that I have been loving chatting with you all about this week, this month, food freedom. And we're going to go dive a little bit deeper into that today. So thank you so much for joining us, Robin. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Yay. So let's get started with you just sharing your story, your story as it relates to health, your story as it relates to food freedom, and kind of what led you to start your business. 
Sure. Well, I, I grew up uh, watching my mom diet. I grew up, she, she raised me by herself and uh, I watched my mom dieting from early age. Um, you probably don't remember these, but back in the day, they had these diet things called AIDS. They were like little chocolate squares <laughs> and literally it was candy. But, you know, back then they thought that like the sugar was going to help you lose weight. I remember watching my mom eat those and I would eat them and, you know, was constantly focused on my weight from, you know, from puberty, basically, um, it, to the point where I was living off of diet pills, you know, just the whole thing. Right. And, um, you know, this continued into my adulthood, you know, on a diet, off a diet, gaining weight, losing weight. And then, you know, when it came to raising my kids, I was um, working from home and I was homeschooling uh, for like 14 years <laughs> and I was pretty busy. And I basically just put my health on the back shelf. I just was an emotional eater. I'd kind of been an emotional eater since I was a kid. And, um, I reached this point where I was just at my highest weight and my worst health. I felt so uh, just awful, basically. I mean, I hadn't been able to wear my wedding ring for years because my fingers were so, so swollen. My ankles would swell up. I had, um, you know, indigestion and heartburn, um, really bad chronic back pain. And then my youngest announced that he was going to get married in 30 days. <laughs> And I was like, oh my gosh, I need to lose like 50 pounds yesterday. <laughs> and, but of course I didn't, but at, that was, you know, kind of vain, I guess on my behalf, but that was the moment I realized I have got to do something different. And so I, I got a health coach and I started following the plan. I started trying to exercise And long story short, what I found was that it wasn't really working for me. <laughs> it took me three months to lose three pounds. Uh, I wasn't ready to exercise and take care of my nutrition at the same time. And that was the moment that I decided to take ownership for my own health. And I decided to become an expert in myself. I started food journaling. I started tracking things more carefully. I started looking for connections between what I ate and how it made me feel. I started giving myself permission to go at my own pace, like, okay, just focus on nutrition right now. And then when you've got that under control, actually, I started with water, just drinking enough water. Now let's focus on nutrition and then we'll add exercise in. And so it was, it was really hard because I kind of felt like I was doing it by myself. And, uh, but I did break through, I did manage to lose 70 pounds, um, five months after I started, my husband joined me, he lost 120 pounds and um, I just realized I want to be able to pay this forward. I want to help women that are in my age group, which is, you know, midlife over 35, um, to learn how to take control of your health because a lot of nutrition and diet programs out there, the popular ones that you see, they're not really targeted to women in midlife when your hormones start changing and like everything's going wackadoo <laughs> and you can't figure out why you can't lose weight. And so that's how I started my uh, coaching business is helping women um, really redefine their life, what matters most to them. And food and nutrition, a lot of times is their go-to where they want to begin. 
They, and I think that is because when we feel like our life is out of control, diet and exercise is like one thing that we can control. We can force ourselves to eat a certain way or do a certain workout or whatever that is. That's our go-to. And, um, but a lot of times what they find once we start working together is it's not actually about the food and it's not actually about the weight. It's the underlying mindset and our relationship to food and our body that's causing that discontent. And that is kind of that same mindset is, is uh, prevalent in like other areas of our life, like money and our, our relationships and things like that. I love that. I love that you said, um, and I, and I mentioned this, I think on a live I did earlier that we are trying to control something. We're trying to like address something that's happening in our lives, in our mind, in our heart, even in our bodies through diet and exercise, because it's, because they're very rigid. Like it's like, do this, do this. It's very black and white. While a lot of things that happen in our life are very gray. Like there's not necessarily a quote unquote perfect solution. Uh, and I just, I mean, I just love your story of it's, it's, it's amazing because you lost the weight, but you lost weight by one actually kind of not even focusing on weight. Like you're just trying to focus on your health and your well being mm-hmm. and really taking the best care you could of yourself and the weight loss came. And then like the peace with food came and obviously it took time and obviously yeah. it took intentionality. And I love that you did that deeper work. You were willing to go to do that deeper work. That's really what led to that sustainable um, success. Yeah. And it, what I found, what happened was I I kept wanting to fine tune it. Right. So, you know, I'm a recovering emotional eater and, you know, I have a sweet tooth. And so what I found was like, you know, I learned how to eat healthier, but you know, I would always need like that one sweet thing, whatever that was. And if I would say, okay, I'm I'm not going to eat, like, just say, for example, like kind bars, oh, they're so healthy, but you look at some of them, the sugar content is really high. And I was trying to keep sugar down because I know that causes inflammation in my body. And so I'm like, okay, I won't do that. I'll have whatever it is, like some kind of yogurt. Well, now that's an issue, right? So I'm like, okay, I have this issue with my relationship to food. And so what I started doing was looking into intuitive eating and, and I started and the, the principle of intuitive eating, it's not a diet at all. In fact, weight loss is not part of it. It's really about restoring your relationship with food in your body. And so I started turning inwards and listening to my body um, and understanding when I was truly hungry and when I was truly full. Because I think that in today's world, even in a year where we were in quarantine, we get so we are so distracted. And we're so busy that for a lot of us, especially if you've been a chronic dieter, you don't even know what hunger actually feels like. You know what I mean? Like we, we think we're hungry, but maybe we're actually just stressed or maybe we're just thirsty or whatever that is. So reconnecting with your body to know like, "Mm, you know, am I like slightly hungry right now? Or, you know, I should eat before I'm ravenous. Right. Yeah. Or, or when we're eating, like, am I, am I full and satisfied now? Or am I reaching the point where I'm overstuffing because there's some foods, right? Like think about the holidays. You have your favorite food. I don't know about you, but maybe, you know, some of your listeners, like you never get that food except for on the holidays. So when you have it, you, 
eat a lot of it when yes. you're not comfortable, right? And so like, that's the same thing when we, when we are restricting food in our body, like mm-hmm. eventually it's going to boomerang and you're just going to eat even more of it. So I went through a period where I gave myself permission to mm-hmm. listen to what I wanted to eat. And, you know, was I, I, you know, eat before I was starving and stop when I was full. And that was, that is when I truly found that peace with food mm-hmm. in my body. Yeah. So good. And, you know, I love how you talked about that, that it, it takes time to get there. It takes mm-hmm. being willing to hold a space for yourself where you're forgiving yourself. I think that's huge. Like we, we forgive often we forgive so many other people, but we don't forgive ourselves. Mm-hmm. And you're also just allowing yourself the opportunity to make mistakes. Like you might think, Oh man, you know, I, this happens to me quite often where I'm like, Oh, I thought I was hungry right now. I'm breastfeeding. So I'm like, Oh gosh, I got to keep up my you know supply. So it's like, I'm like, Oh, I actually wasn't that hungry. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, it's very easy to be like, you ate that. You didn't really need to eat that but saying like, oh, well, I learned from that. I learned that I actually just really needed a good cup of water <laughs> or I just really <laughs> needed a nap or, or, well, you know what? I, I guess wrong. So, and that's okay. You know, moving on. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Just being willing to hold that space for yourself yeah. right there. Yeah. I, I, I'm really, I, that's one thing that I learned in this last year when every, you know, we were all kind of forced to slow down. It's just being more kind to yourself. And I'm really passionate about, sending that message out. And, you know, it's like, like you were just saying, we tend not to give ourselves permission to be kind to ourselves. We're kind to everyone else, but not to ourselves. And I just want to tell you, it's okay to be kind to yourself. You know, we think about, you know, what happened from when we were babies and, you know, we were free and, um, you know, we loved our bodies and nobody had to tell us when to eat or when to stop. Like we naturally knew that stuff, but somewhere along the way we lost that. And somewhere along the way, we started believing this story that our body needed to fit into this aspirational, you know, size you know, it's like, get in line. This is what you're supposed to do. And it's, it's hard to get out of line. It's hard to, you know, trail your, or blaze your own trail and make your own way. And, um, I love what you're doing and the way that you're empowering women to do that. It's such an important message that we just can't share enough. You know, it's got to get out there. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's just, you know, we talked about this earlier before we started, but just how much we find our worth and so many other things like our relationships, you know, our wealth, our work, our weight, and just, it's just so hard sometimes to really just be kind and gracious to ourselves because it's so interesting because we're always thinking, I mean, I've heard the statistic and tons of times before that we walk into a room, we think everyone's looking at us, everyone's thinking about us, but everyone's thinking about themselves. Like (laughs) on average, we're all just thinking about ourselves and what would it look like to just not think about or not worry about that and just show up to serve or show up to do whatever we need to do and, you know, be kind with ourselves in the process. So if, you know, do you have any tips if someone's starting this journey, you know, they're listening and they're saying, you know, last week, I think I aired an episode where, you know, I had a therapist talking about the brain stuff behind here. And obviously now you're coming and saying your story Mm -hmm. and just offering that message of like encouragement and kindness. Like what is that one thing that someone needs to do to kind of really, you know, go forward on this kind of their own food freedom intuitive eating journey? Well, I think one practical tip would be to keep a a journal for a couple of weeks and just track how track your, your moods, your feelings and your hunger and fullness levels. I did that for, I don't know, several months and I wanted to see 
you know, how I was, how I was within that range. So what you do is you take a scale of like zero to 10, zero, this it's the, this is called the hunger fullness scale. So zero would be like the hungriest you can imagine. Like you're about to pass out. You're so like, so hungry. It's, it's serious. And 10 would be, you're so full. You feel like you're going to throw up <laughs> five in the middle would be neutral. So you know, for me, I think the ideal would be like between a three and a seven. So just asking yourself before I eat, how am I feeling right now? Like emotionally, how am I feeling right now? Am I tired? Am I frustrated? Am I in a good mood? Like just making a little note of that, uh, write down your hunger level before you eat. So on a, it's basically from a zero to a five, right? And you know, like a zero would be most hungry. A four would be, I'm, I'm, pretty hungry. Um, so, you know, it's not exact science, right? But you rank yourself. And then after you eat, rank, you know, how full you feel afterward. And again, like a six would be um, slightly full and a, like a seven would be completely full and satisfied. Like you're not overstuffed and you're not um, still hungry. And so just, and do it without judgment just as an observation, like give yourself lots of grace and, and give yourself permission to just be free with that. Like let yourself kind of just trust your body, ask your body, trust your body. That sounds kind of weird. Ask your body, but you know what I'm saying? It will, it will tell yeah. you, um, we've, we've broken that trust with our body, um, right. with years and years and years of dieting. So that's what I would do. I would start journaling and just track your moods, track what you, what you eat, track your hunger and fullness and, and see where that leads you. See what, um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Just like what revelations come to mind that like, Hmm, I noticed that I usually wait too long before I start eating, or I noticed that I eat beyond being right. full and satisfied. Yeah. I think that's great. And that's something that is just so huge with even myself and clients, just that mood and, you know, physical, like emotionally and physically how you were before even during and after, because that's just going to tell mm -hmm. you a lot of data in the, in the, in the day, you might just like, just write it down and then leave it. But when you see it over time, you start to see patterns and you start to mm -hmm. see, you know, I, I remember one of my first clients, she just recognized a certain food impacted her body in a way, but she would not have been able to know that if she didn't track that. Right. Yeah. Cause we don't necessarily in, in, in our everyday lives, we're not paying attention to it. So I'm actually going to link. Um, I have a food journal below guys that I'll link here too. Cause I just think what Robin is saying is amazing. It's just being able to experiment with ourselves and just see, just see no one's, yeah. you know, you can have a coach or someone look at it or just yourself. I think, I think many of us just need to see ourselves. And I think the problem is, and I, you know, I think we often may feel this with our money. If you have, you know, your relationship with money is that it's hard to face our finances. It's kind of like hard to face our food, like actually yeah. face how much we ate when really reality is sometimes you might not actually be eating enough or you might not, you know, so it's just facing your food. We just need to face yeah. our food a little bit more and just allow it to, you know, allow those patterns to speak to us versus the one-sided conversation. Um, so true. And no, you know, it's not judgment. It's just observation. Only you, you know, you, nobody knows you better than, right. You know, yourself. So it's just data to help you make a better informed decision. Mm hmm. Yeah, I love it. 
Well, ladies listening, please, please let us know if you do end up trying this, just tracking a dream. I mean, you could do this with pen and paper. You could grab mine. You can, there's probably one online you could even check out, um, but just really start, you know, analyzing your mood and your hunger levels um, around food. So Robin, tell us about the free resource you have for us. I'm excited to share this with them. Yes, um, I have a free resource. It's called the Life Vision Guide. And what it does is help you, you know, a lot of women, like I said, that come to me feel like the first thing they need to do is lose weight. But really, it's just an underlying of a sense of overwhelm and perfectionism that like everything needs to change. So this guide will help you go from overwhelm to focusing on one thing, like thinking smaller. That's my whole thing. Think a lot smaller and go a lot slower and you'll have more sustainable results. So, and we can put the link here. And if you uh, message me and mention that you heard about the freebie on this podcast, I will give you a free 30 minute consultation session. Ooh, free 30 minute session. <laughs> I'm going to mention that I heard it on this podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I just, I love that. I love that you're going to give them this tool, but also be able to kind of implement it. And I think you're right. I think we try to change. I know this is my struggle. I just try to change so many things so quickly, but when mm-hmm. I able to focus right on in, and I know, and I know this, I've done this before in my own health, but I sometimes forget it. Right. Um, yeah. just focusing on in and one thing you're able to see like lifelong and sustainable change. So thank you so much for joining us. I would love though to hear um, for you to share where people can find you on social media and the world wide web. Sure. Uh, you can find me on, I'm mainly on Instagram. It's at Robin underscore Weisner, W I S N E R. I'm also on clubhouse with the same handle. Yeah, you and are. You- <laughs> I have actually, yeah, I have a room there. Mm-hmm. It's called real talk uh, women and midlife. And we go live every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 AM Eastern. We're talking about all things midlife. Um, you can also find me on my website, which is robinweisner.com. And I'm also the co-host of a podcast called sacred grounds. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so please go ahead and check that out as well. So, and I'm on Facebook too, just not that often. I have a page it's called Rob. It's well, actually, I think the link to it is free fit and fabulous, but mm-hmm. you probably find me best over on Instagram. Yeah. You're on Insta and clubhouse. So definitely check her out there. You can check out our website. I'll link all that in there, but thanks again so much for joining us, Robin. Thanks for having me. Thanks. I had a great time. All right. Wow. Such a great episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to Robin's story. I hope you're going to connect with her on social as well as grab her freebie. But also, I really hope you take me up on my two um, offers for you today to join the Food Freedom Challenge that's happening this week and get some support in this free challenge and restoring your relationship with food, your body, and yourself. But also book that coaching clarity call with me where you can just get clear on whether my, you know, my 90 minute intensive or my six month program is for you to support you. Because I'm telling you, if you can really break through in your version of food freedom in the seven different areas that we're talking about in the challenge and I help support women in I'm telling you you're going to see life long and sustainable results in your health and your overall well-being okay so go to the show notes or go to madewell345.com slash food freedom challenge or madewell345.com slash clarity sign up for the challenge book that call on my calendar and let's get talking and let's get you to your version of food freedom all right I'll see you in the next episode
That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Sustainable Weight Loss Podcast. I hope you're leaving supported, empowered, encouraged, inspired to go off and really do the things that you know in your heart you need to do and and think, right? Because it's not just about what you do, it's how you think and how you feel to really reach your goals and sustain that weight loss. Again, for more support, join us in the Healthy and Sustainable Weight Loss community on Facebook. This is a space where you can really be safe, supported, and empowered through your journey. Just go to madewell345.com slash community and you'll get the, you'll be right there uh, or click the link below. Again, so grateful you're here. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you'll not miss an episode and so that other women can find this podcast. All right, see you on the next episode.